0: Hello and welcome to the bestseller experiment we, we, we...
1: (laughs) Hello and welcome... Oh, bugger, it's you,
2: isn't
1: it? Doesn't really matter, I'll just roll with it, mate. But uh, should we do the clap again? (laughs) Four, five, six, seven, eight.
3: That was was nine! You said do it on (laughs) eight! That was nine! You (laughs) f***ing idiot! Do it again!
0: Hello and welcome to the bestseller experiment, where we continue to discover what makes a bestseller and inspire
1: you to start, finish, and publish your book. I'm Mark Stay, and I am Mark Devoe. And a very, very happy Christmas to ooh, everyone. Ooh, one and all. Ooh. We're so grateful for you joining us on this very special day, or maybe listening after Christmas. But if you are listening, we hope this will be one of your best Christmas presents, yes. and it's going to be quite a momentous episode isn't it Mr. Stay? because this is your final episode it's the final episode of the two marks it's not the final episode of the best bestseller experiment because that will continue but this is our final episode together Mark so firstly how are you feeling this is very surreal isn't it I mean it
0: is a bit surreal it's It's become um, it's become the thing I do in the week Uh, so uh, and it was um, well we we can talk about how it all started in a minute but it's uh, yeah I don't know you'll have to You'll have to ask me again in a few months' time. <laughs> or what we're gonna stick
1: it in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, stick it in a yeah, drawer yeah. for six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's here's yes. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I one of my greatest memories, one of my greatest memories of the podcast was the moment that we both realized that we were actually probably spending more time together during the publication of our book Back to Reality. Than we were with our partners. Yes. 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 That went down well, didn't it? That did go down <laughs> well, yes. But it has been, it has been quite an incredible journey. I mean, the two of us have uh well let's start at the beginning you found a very interesting document didn't you this is brilliant folks listen to this
0: well i mean you you turn me on to google docs as a way a great way of sharing stuff and i found the original document which goes back to july 2016 called project bestseller a year-long project to develop and publish a best-selling novel by talking to industry experts following their guidelines and advice people can follow the progress of the project via online via twitter a blog and a weekly podcast the aim is to have fun investigating the changing face of publishing and to inspire new writers and maybe even shake up the way books are published. So there, you know, it's, it's
1: pretty on message, isn't it? It's pretty much what we it's ended up doing. Absolutely crazy. And then to put it into perspective, for people that have been with us a long time. They'll know this story. But for people who may be joining us for the first time, they're like, what, what, what's happening? Is this, this the end of the party? <laughs> it's not. But no. the way this podcast started was a conversation between Mark, myself, and one of our... um fellow mates from from school going back jeremy mason and we yeah. were trying we we all just realized we love podcasts and we wanted to come up with an idea and it was really through serendipity i think that you know obviously with your background and having worked in publishing for so many years and my desperation to want to write a book <laughs> learn about the process properly and it and the funny thing was is that uh, our friend at the time had had too much on his plate and decided yeah. to step aside. So, and we then thought, well, should we just do this together? Yeah. Um, well, Jeremy, just, st- Jeremy still has too much on his plate. He's I'm so busy. He could have never have done this. <laughs> but how bizarre, like talk about sliding doors, how different would it have been if we'd all decided to do it together or we hadn't decided to to do it, you know, once, once Jeremy had, had dropped out. So absolutely fantastic. But, Again, the first, the whole premise of this podcast was meant to just be a 52-week experiment. We thought, right, we're going to write a book. Let's bring people along for the ride. And then we thought, actually, why don't we encourage them to write a book as well so we don't feel so alone and maybe we can learn from them. But for me, it was such an incredible um, moment when we started to build this community of writers. And, And really, they came out of beta readers. Do you remember when we set up the BXP team? It was really a way of pulling together beta readers uh, who would then write our book. And then that group, that core group became this bestseller experiment team, which was the private um, Facebook group. That in itself, that group, I mean, it's been behind the scenes and obviously people, there's about 200 people in it. But um, that's been quite an incredible group of people as well, hasn't it?
0: An amazing group of people. And I count them as friends, uh, some of them very close friends now. You know, we have regular conversations. And I look over on my shelf there. A lot of them have published books since as well, or before and since uh, the podcast started. So uh, that's been, for me, the biggest reward of this is is just, you know, the the listeners fulfilling their dreams, you know, getting getting stuff out there and and uh, whatever that dream may be. But just also, I've got loads of great mates out of this as well, uh, and it's some... Um, it's yeah it's whatever whatever happens in the future this this was such a major thing in my life it's made me a better writer it's uh it's made me think a lot more about the industry the way it's the way it's changing the way it's evolved the people in it uh in a way that i might not otherwise have done uh and it's um yeah it's that it's it's been huge absolutely huge uh part of my life and it's it's funny because i do remember a moment before it started when when you said to me well let's do it just the two of us kind of thing and i i did hesitate because i i anything like this i think this has to be an all or nothing thing this isn't this can't be a side hustle this can't be just something that we just pootle about and do it takes up takes a lot of work It requires a commitment and i thought actually what what the hell let's Let's give it a go. So only gonna be a year, <laughs> and it's great because I'm looking at again. I'm looking at these notes as well. Uh, We've talked about some sample episodes. One episode is going to be who buys books. I look into the stats behind the most prolific book buyers, who bought the big bestsellers in the last few years, and how do we make our book appeal to them? We can talk to Vix Tranter, who is part of the Hashtag Consumer Insight team, and she can help us target the market for our book. And I've added a note. I suspect we'll end up writing a thriller for a predominantly female readership. <laughs> <laughs> so we did get Vix on and she did basically sell, say, uh, and also with uh, Juliet, you know, in the following, and Sam in the following episode, it was kind of, yeah, write Gone Girl. Try and write something like, which we never did. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, Mr. D, do you want to know something?
1: You haven't gone and read Gone Girl, have you?
0: I've read Gone Girl. What? I've read Gone Girl. I've read Be it. reveal. And do you know what? It's bloody brilliant. Is it good? <laughs> it's really good. It's an amazing book. Really, really congratulations, Gillian Flynn. I hope it does well. I really yeah. do. You've got a it's future apparently, there. It's apparently, got, <laughs> Yeah. It's apparently, uh, it's picking up steam
1: apparently. That's brilliant. Well, that was, that was probably the final, the final piece of the puzzle for you, wasn't it? Because yeah. I did challenge yeah, yeah, yeah. you a few months ago, because this has been, again, for folks listening recently, this has been an ongoing joke of me asking Mark, have you actually read it yet? Um, now, the, obviously, as we started the podcast, the, the craziest thing happened. The first 10 episodes were beyond our wildest expectations. And everything happened really the, mo- the moment. I mean, who knew that we were going to get lumped into the 20... Was it the 2016 elections? It was, wasn't it, in the US? <laughs> the podcast, folks, ended up on international front page news. The num- The number one trending story on Facebook for two days just before... The um, elections, which we saw Trump get elected, but we had Brian Cranston on the show two weeks before the election, and he said something which um, which hit international news. And every single time it's referenced, even today when it's this story comes up, bestseller experiment, and that interview is still referenced. And it was on Fox News. It went across all the mainstream media about Brian Cranston saying on the bestseller experiment that he would leave America if Trump got elected. And I mean, it's it's in some ways, we never expected. You know, we thought we'll, we'll build this up slowly. We'll try and discover an audience. But when the podcast went everywhere, I remember the day that you and I were sitting looking at each other on video, going, "What is going on?" And we're like, "It's just hit the Daily Mail." I remember you saying, as we were talking, "It's just hit the Daily Mail website," and there were yeah. eighty thousand comments on on certain Facebook sites. It was absolutely insane, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it was quite. We were quite lucky to get him, to be honest, you know, because he'd done his autobiography. He was in the country and I knew the publicist, uh, Virginia. I said, please, 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 please. Can, can we get five minutes with, with, with Brian? And uh, he was doing interviews at Claridge's in London. And uh, Virginia was brilliant. She she squeezed us in between Woman's Hour and Front Row, I think. It, it was, was slight, like,
1: not it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it might have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that, something like that. And... um. He was great. You know, you were you were on the laptop on Skype, uh, and we had all these cables everywhere. And he was terrific. And he gave us actually we got a good long interview in the end, actually, didn't yeah, we? He was fantastic. And he was very thoughtful. And uh, I thought that's fantastic. We might get might get a few, you know, listeners after that. That that might poodle things along. But yeah, the whole um I'll, I'll move to Canada if Trump gets in. That was phenomenal. Well, it then started.
1: It started a load of other celebrities coming out and saying they'd be the same thing as well, like Barbara mm. Streisand and tons of others. So it became a huge international news story. But um, yeah, and we were like in the middle of that in the middle of that storm, which was which was quite insane to watch. But it, so we it got things off to a great start. Audience built up really quickly, and then we hit that moment, didn't we? Where halfway, I think it was part way through the year. Um, when we'd been working on our but we realized at that stage that there was a slight flaw in our plan of doing this book wasn't there in that we were doing a podcast as well and the podcast was was taking up more of our time than it than we we had writing the book at at times especially after that major like first few few months and so we were having to balance this this growing podcast with the growing community and then trying you know to squeeze in every minute of every day, just trying to Mm. get the book written as well. And there was that seismic moment, wasn't there, when Ben Aronovich uh, came on the show. And I think to this day, I mean, we have classic (laughs) episodes, don't we? I think what we can call classic (laughs) episodes, and that one is is definitely up there. In fact, I think it was voted the most Mm. favourite episode of listeners in the first season, wasn't it? Still is, yeah. Yeah. Still is. Um,
0: And that was, um, it did shake me up because I knew that, ben was after this and he was genuinely pissed off <laughs> when says yeah. no, he, he was really annoyed genuinely cross and i knew that he was going to lunch with the whole gollants gang afterwards and at that point i had the end of magic kind of a draft in my back pocket that i was hoping to maybe pitch to uh, Gollance. and you know he's gone off to lunch with them so have you seen these two idiots and what they're doing <laughs> so there was a part of me thought well, that's the end of that. <laughs> so,
2: yeah.
0: so, but it also I also thought, right, we've got to knuckle down and actually we can't muck about anymore. We've got to we have got to finish this thing. So, um, yeah, we yeah, things changed it, after it that. It
1: gave us the I fuel t- that we needed, yeah, but it was it was a it was a real balancing act that whole first year. And then we got to that final week and then we thought, well, it's not been crazy enough. Let's do. Do you remember an episode a day in the lead up? So gotcha. for seven yeah. days, we did an episode yeah. a day. Whilst we're putting the book together, I also remember we, we talked. I think a little bit about this once, but we had a major issue with the formatting of the book. Yeah, yeah. The nicer before, before vellum. vellum. This is before vellum, we and poor want- and old Andy <sighs> was working in
0: InDesign. Um, you know, trying to get the formatting right for it, and all these late night calls.
2: Uh, it and was Andy, literally actually, down and- to the wire.
0: And yeah. he still does the covers for my um, – he does my little animations on social media. He does the covers for my short stories. He's, he's ace and very,
1: very patient. So thank you, Andy. That was crazy. Because that was one <laughs> of the other things as well is that we'd never actually self-published a book. We learned the process mm. of how, like, putting the getting the book formatted right. And we learned that oh, there's a lot of involved with that. But when we, we literally – I think I remember, like, we were up on a Sunday, uh, like, late at night – Emailing files, checking things, and I yeah. think we got it on Amazon within a couple of hours of release date, didn't we? Yeah, that was absolutely mental. Yeah, but let's yeah. let's then go to launch day. Now, Mark's Mark's picked out a few favourite clips of his, uh, which which are kind of seismic moments during the Desert podcast. Island Clips. Yes, it's Desert Island <laughs> Clips. Yeah, so Mark, let's introduce this launch day clip. Yes, so this
0: was. Uh... This was, you know, the insanity of launch day, and uh, what I I thought was, we we'd listened to the launch. This was a um, Orion house, so I was still. At Orion, obviously, and uh, I had all sorts of people around me, so you can hear all sorts of voices and cheers. There is, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can watch the thing on on YouTube. Uh, and this was when we make, you know, we make a couple of discoveries about the book, whether or not
1: it's a bestseller or not. Anyway, let's let's have a quick listen. Well, just to put in context as well, you were you were you were sitting in a meeting room at Orion. Yeah yeah with a ton of your colleagues from mm-hmm. the publishing company, the glass you, box okay? yeah, got yeah. very funky is, in there, I can tell you <laughs> this is this is actually on, this is actually on, you can watch this 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 whole thing on YouTube as well, but um Mark was sitting in front of his laptop, and we should also say at this point, Mark, we were doing a 24 hour yeah broadcast. do you remember that 24 hour round the clock, and it was I think what you were you'd been going all day, right? was it late afternoon, maybe? Yeah, well, this
0: the clip you're going to hear. I think was the opening was was like you know the beginning of Live Aid. Yay, welcome everyone! <laughs> um, so, but yeah, if you keep going through the clips, you'll you'll hear that I'm completely shagged out by the end of it, and then I basically <laughs> hand over to you. So uh, yeah, it was an extraordinary day. And the other thing, of course, was the sky had turned red because there was this um, storm in the Sahara, and all these all all this sand had crossed the channel and was in the skies over London, and the sun had turned a kind of blood orange it was the strangest day I had to day. go out because I'd been in that box and I was sweating uh, like anything because I was so nervous about all the technical stuff that could go wrong because it was technically I was off I'd had a, I booked a day off but came into work because I'd booked the meeting room And uh, I was using their Wi-Fi, you know, and uh, yeah, I was sweating like a pig. So when I had a break, I went out, I went to a, you know, a shop, Marks and Spencer's, and bought a fresh shirt to put on. And when I went out, the sky was red and it was eerie and it was
1: strange and it was... was, uh, It just made me think, Mark, imagine instead of writing back to reality, we had written a story about an Egyptian mystery based (laughs) around the apocalypse. (laughs) would have been pretty strange. Yeah, Now we look back. Seems weird, doesn't <laughs> it? Brilliant. So let's listen let's listen to this clip uh, with Mark on launch day.
0: We are live. We are live. Hello, everyone. Good morning. It's the whole gang from... Uh, shuffle around, shuffle around. Say hello to the camera. Hello to the camera. Uh, yes. <laughs> we are live from sunny London and welcome to the launch party of uh, the bestseller experiments novel, Back to Reality, which is out right now. If you want to buy a copy, go to bestsellerexperiment.com <laughs> forward slash back to reality. We have smart URLs. So wherever you are in the world, you can download this book right now. Yay! Grab your copy.
2: Yay! Yay!
0: Thank you. Thanks so much. Now, the really good news, uh, because this book has been live since midnight and we've had people around the world tracking sales. And thank you so much for that. But the really, really good news is I'm just looking at Amazon in the States. Uh, where is it? Let me find it. We are number one in pop culture and music. (laughs) Above Phil Collins. In your face, Phil Collins. Yes. So thank you, America. Thank you, America, for getting us to number one. Uh, And sorry to Carly Simon, who's at number two, I'm sure. You know, (laughs) I'm so vain. I think this chart is all about me. So anyway, uh, welcome, everyone, to this live broadcast. Uh, First of all, we... um, as uh, in your face, Phil Collins. In your face, absolute, <laughs> Bro, <Phil. laughs> absolute insanity. You can just
1: hear from your voice. What's You—it's just—and—and uh. and that was near the beginning, like you say. And and yeah. I remember waking up. I think at two a.m. in the morning to take over the live broadcast at like three a.m. It was—I've never ever recorded a podcast in pitch black <laughs> middle of the night. It was the weirdest experience. And you know when you've you know when you've been you know you, you haven't had much sleep and you've and your adrenaline is running like crazy because yeah. we i mean it'd been a year build up to this moment folks as well when you think about it like there'd been a lot and we didn't know how it was going to go we this is the thing we we knew that we had an audience out there we knew there were some people that were you know said yeah we'll buy the book on opening day but we had no idea yeah what yeah. would happen and then and then the insanity ensued even more because the next big thing that happened on that day um was when you you were at a train station waiting to go home and I dropped you a message to say, I need a video from you. Do you remember that? Do you remember what that video was for? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. We, uh, we, were, uh, we were up there with uh, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett in Good Omens, weren't we?
1: We In the we, charts. Yeah. 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 We were about third and they were, so I think Neil, Neil Gaiman and, and Terry Pratchett's book was second. And then Neil Gaiman's one of his main, his big book was number one. Yeah. That, and then half an hour later, back to reality jumped over both of them and I sent you a message and now this was huge for you because obviously Terry Pratchett's like your your kind of author avatar which is something mm. we talk about in the academy yeah, but this yeah, idea yeah. of the, you know the one person that you most you know the top of your list in terms of you admire the most is Neil most, as well the most, Neil most as most well. influenced yeah. right Yeah. yeah. Um, and Neil Gaiman basically said uh, well we I just I sent him a little tweet saying we're we're just stopping by we won't be long um <laughs> And then he retweeted it, and um, to I think two point five or three yeah. million of his followers. And then that just made it even crazier. It just and then we had to we had to send him videos of us being in shock. Um, yeah, you staged yeah. on the platform of. I was Waterloo, in Pret a Manger at Saint Pancras, I think. Um, so
0: yeah, there was all people. Around. I was going. <laughs>
1: And we should be saying as well, in this first first couple of years of the podcast, Mark, you were also getting on a train every single day, commuting to London, whilst writing back to reality and and, and, other, and other books. That's how um, I worked. That's how I working worked. Working full time yeah. and yeah. doing the podcast as I was mm-hmm. working full time, but as self-employed. So I had more kind of, you know, uh, I didn't have to do the, the, the you know two hour commute every day or whatever it was, but... Yeah. um absolutely insane. Well, let's go to the let's go to the the next clip now Mark because you've picked out another clip um which was um at an RNA conference. Yeah, well this was this was a little bit later. This was in August
0: 2018. And I was invited to the, the Romantic Novelist Association Conference um, by a couple of listeners. And I was greeted there by uh, Jeevani Sharika, who is friend of the podcast, uh, also writes as Rhoda Baxter. And she said, yeah, why don't you come along? That's a lovely community. And um, yeah, so uh, Jeev and I had a little chat. Rhoda Baxter, <laughs> welcome to the Bestseller Experiment. How are you?
4: I'm fine, thank you. Delighted to be here.
0: Oh, we are delighted to have you on the show. You, you're, you're one of our most prolific tweeters, repliers, emailers, what have you. you we
4: we... about Lego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. There's
0: a whole Lego conversation going on. That was. Uh, how did that start?
4: Um, I think somebody said, "What do you do to celebrate your writing milestones? I buy ice cream and Lego. A perfect combination. Well, really. Yeah. <laughs> something to do with your hands. Something to eat." <laughs>
0: We're here today at the Romantic Novelist Association Conference in sunny Leeds, and it is a beautiful day today. What does the RNA mean to
1: you?
4: It's community. I've been a member of the RNA for about 10 years now. And when I first joined, I'd been writing for a while, and it was like I'd been poodling along on my bicycle on a on a country lane, and I just found the motorway. It was like that. You found all this industry information and people... People talking about getting stuck in the middle of a book like it was a normal thing. Mm. And that was massive. And this is my sixth conference, seventh conference, something like that. So keep coming back for the sense of community. I learn a lot from everybody here. And uh, I've made a lot of friends. Was
1: that the first conference that you'd gone to, Mark, in terms of like post-podcast starting? Cause- I'm trying
0: to remember because there was a Scooby conference, which was the children's conference, which is where I met Poppy T. Perry, which was lovely. But it's all a blur, last seven years. But the thing thing about this is I met Jeeve, who is lovely, and uh, we bonded over chocolate and Lego. And also Jeeve gave me advice years later, on the romantic subplot of The Crow Folk, which I found really helpful. But also there, I got I got heckled by Rowan Coleman. I did duck because I gave a talk and I said, oh, back to reality. You know, it's quite unique because it combines kind of comedy with uh, time travel, which no one's really done before. And Rowan goes, I bloody have. And <laughs> I thought, oh, shit, what have I done? And anyway, <laughs> Rowan and I got chatting afterwards and, um, you know, the Summer of Impossible Things, uh, which is an amazing book. And uh, we got chatting afterwards and, um, you know, we became friends. And since then, we've written screenplays together and we're working on a top secret project together now as well, which is really good fun. So, you know, two amazing things came off the back of that, which uh, for me... And the other thing is what well, Jeeve there was talking about the the emphasis on community. And I think at the time... You know, the, the podcast had been going almost two years. And as you say, we were seeing that community growing and evolving. We're seeing people sort of, you know, uh, helping each other out because of something they'd heard on the podcast, because of some person they'd been inspired by. And so it was kind of... um it it was it was making me think that this is actually bigger than just a pair of wallies talking about books it's <laughs> you know, yeah. actually doing something
1: something quite uh incredible so um oh, so, yeah. and on, on the rna link as well i remember one one big moment for me was when uh, some you know there was there was a person that's kind of started listening to the podcast at the beginning of their writing journey and i don't even know if it was at that particular conference or the year after but Lorna Cook, one of the bestseller experiment listeners, ended up winning like best newcomer um, for her romance novel, got this crazy six-figure deal. Um, and and it it was just one of those moments for me where I thought, oh, my gosh, this is actually everything we'd ever dreamed of, that we could inspire yeah. somebody to believe in themselves enough to to write the book, to give them that advice, to give them that support, to get... You know, to keep them on track each week, and then to see it actually happen, and then Lorna's career just went boom, and her Whoosh. book, yeah, she went to yeah. the number one, number one in the Kindle charts. Her book was was out everywhere; you could buy it in the local yeah. supermarket, which is, yeah. as we know, is really, really, really hard to achieve. And then her career just kind of exploded, and then she followed, ended up winning more awards the following year. And I mean, since then, she's written a number of books, including, you know, books under a pen name as well. So, so Lorna was that first for me, kind of that big success of which now this is the craziest thing. Many, many other people have followed. Yeah. And yeah. I could never have imagined years ago that so many people's journey would be influenced. And actually another seismic moment we should talk about is Craig Anderson. Cause I believe Craig Anderson was the first time we got sent a book. Yeah, by it's true. someone yeah. who would listen to the podcast, and inside that book, do you remember what was just inside it, Mark? well uh, Do you want me to get it for you? Hang on. Yeah, got it right there was here. a little uh, lucky, lucky beggar. Lucky, yeah, lucky beggar. It was the first book that we got sent, and I remember that inside the book there was a dedication to to the podcast, and it was like, oh my gosh, people have like like Craig's actually put a thank you to the to the to the a cab, you know, to the experiment, to all the people on the team. If, if there, there. There, there are two other gents that
0: I'd like to thank, both named Mark. They started a podcast called The Best Seller Experiment, which I happened across one day while walking the dog. I proceeded to binge every episode. With the help of their guests, they convinced me to take up my writing more seriously. Uh, it, it had really been a hobby up to that point, something to occupy myself when everyone in the house slept. Now I'm working hard at it. I wrote the first draft of Lucky Break in a month at a steady pace of 1,000 words a day. Uh, I mean, yeah. And you know, Craig was the first of many, but this was such a that And a I you know, our names right? are in the back of a lot of those well, books. We we're in a lot of the acknowledgments, yeah. which is amazing. It's incredible amazing. and it's
1: super heartwarming. We we're so grateful yeah. to everyone that's done that. Um I mean it for, for me it it kind of it's a it's a it's a recognition of the legacy of what this po- podcast is for mm-hmm. people. Um, but also, I, I just popped on along and looked at Craig's Amazon page the other day. He's absolutely rocking it. Thousands Great. of reviews, Mark, for his brilliant. books. He's gone gone big. So congratulations to Craig. Again, another success story. One of, again, many. we, we can't pick out everyone, obviously, because there's so many no, to talk about. No, yeah. um, but before we go into some more clips and talk about the chronology of the last seven years... Um, Thank you so much to everyone who's been um, sending messages of thanks um, as part of this show. We're going to be reading out some of the, there's so many, Mark, honestly, I'm going to be sending you your, your, uh, your, um, uh, thank you card. I think we're calling it. Um, <laughs> but it's just starting with Julian Barr. Um, Julian Barr said, um, Mark, thank you so much for everything. He said, now go write more stories with Hobnobs and Caterpillar Cakes. <laughs> now, Thank you, Julian. Know, I will. I will. We should probably yes. explain to people that have joined us, uh, you know, after the first year, Caterpillar Cake. What is the relevance of the Caterpillar Cake?
0: Well, it's uh, it appeared in Back to Reality, and it was one of these things uh, that is a very British uh, institution, if you like. Like if there's an office party... Uh, you get the Marks and Spencers Colin the caterpillar cake because it's the perfect size to chop up for any group of people. And it's chocolate, Swiss roll, Smarties, and a, a smiley face at the front of a, of a caterpillar. So it's uh, it's it's delicious and um, it's, like I say, it's an institution. And we slipped a, a reference to it in Back to Reality. But what that, that was about a whole conversation we were having about, okay, we've got all these Britishisms in them in the book. Are people outside of the UK gonna understand that? So that big generate this whole conversation about uh when we ended up putting um a glossary in the back of the book you know for uh, all these strange arcane terms uh and it's just become a thing i mean even today some pop on the on the bxp group uh, a picture of a, a not a colin the caterpillar it was like a Shirley the shrimp or something it was it was like a, a cake in the shape of a prawn it's one of the most horrific things I've ever seen so uh you know it keeps going and the chocolate hobnobs I just said that these you know these are and again they're mentioned in the book uh, and other people have mentioned them in their books as well i'm i'm, yeah. I'm reading someone's i'm editing someone's book at the moment and there's a reference to chocolate and then someone in the academy and they've referenced chocolate hobnobs so uh the thing is i've had i had to lose weight uh the last couple of years so i've laid off the chocolate hobnobs so they are now a very occasional treat um but uh but yeah they're again another another you know British institutions—that's where that came from. So thank absolutely. you, absolutely. I do appreciate. It. Well,
1: it wouldn't—you know what, Mark? It wouldn't be Christmas without a visit from a from a Christmas elf. And um, I think, I think, just just as a a big, uh, you know, it's Christmas presents. It's leaving. Just as a big thank you,
2: All the way from
4: the we, North Pole. What Did the hell
1: you, is this? Why <laughs>
4: somebody called Mark. Stay. Are you? Day?
0: Come and sit on my knee. Oh,
1: are <laughs> Just really want you sure? can't see this. This is, uh, hello? This is... Oh, hello. our beautiful Christmas elf, Claire people? stays, who's, who's popped Ooh, don't in, me like that. <laughs> loaded with Christmas well, presents.
4: I've been asked to give you these little things. I don't know what they are, because. <laughs> because Santa wrapped them up and I was so busy working in the workshop that I don't know so they're as much a surprise of me as they are to you so I'm going to give you these now you have to open them. apparently this little one first otherwise that one makes no sense now I'm going to go because I've got to go out for dinner with some friends mm-hmm. Okay, so have a lovely Christmas and everybody else have a nice Christmas. And, Thank you. And if you've been a good boys and girls, then Santa will give you lots of presents. Okay, bye-bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. Oh, Thank you so much, Claire. a lovely Christmas elf. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, off she I goes. I wonder why so I couldn't a- find that hat. <laughs> I was going to go. She's totally outdone you on the clothing front, there, Mark. Brilliant. So, for anyone watching, not watching this on video, uh, Mark now has a couple of boxes. So, so let's, let's Christmas, Mark. Let's open them up. Yeah, no, don't shake it. That's rule number one. You never shake it. Oh, brilliant. A
0: bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Excellent. So it says, choose your own bookmark. It's got me on one side and you on the other. Brilliant. Okay, So, Mark, the,
1: the, 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 What you basically do with those bookmarks, if anyone's ever seen the picture of us, you've got our little kind of, you can basically have Aston, our eyes astonished poking faces, over. Yes. You can have our eyes poking over the top of the page, you see, and you can choose either. <laughs> you can you can look at yourself or look at me every time you read a book. There you go. Ooh, what's this? What's this?
0: Hang on.
1: This is... Mark's like grappling with a, with a small box.
0: Oh, hey! hey, hey, hey. The very first. Yes, we, we've talked about merch we've for years. We've
1: never got around to it, have we? So let's explain what this <laughs> is. This is the very first ever bestseller experiment merch. It's a, it's a mug with the two marks on it. Fantastic. So this is oh, a commemorative brilliant. mug, Mark, for, the, for our time together. So every time, every time you have a cuppa... Yeah, you can, and the great thing is, is depending on which way you hold it, Mark. On one side, there's you, yes. and on the other side, there's the ugly mug. Right? Oh, don't say that. <laughs> so is it one of those ones that
0: when it gets hot, our clothes come off? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, that was an extra one pound, and I couldn't. Yeah, we can do. It. But you've given me that an is, idea there. That is great. That is. I. I, I there's gonna
2: be a
0: lot. Of, je- I love a mug. There's and gonna be a lot a, jealous people. This is very big and very heavy. What the hell yeah. is this?
1: I know, it's heavy. Don't you it. Shall I open this now? Yeah, 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 go for it.
0: I was not, genuinely not expecting this, and Claire and I will be having words later.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, you sods. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> 15 packs of hobnobs? <laughs> I'm going to be like Jabba the Hut?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay, there is a story behind this. So, so Mark has got a box. It's, it's not just a packet. Oh, it's like a it's, baby.
2: It's a baby.
1: <laughs> okay, this is a this is a wholesale box of chocolate hobnobs. But there's a story behind this, Mark. Obviously, you're gonna have to share these at Christmas. Okay, you're gonna have to. There'll, there'll be a lot of people queuing up. But your missus told me a secret. Your missus told me a secret that really every time you finish a book, yes. You, in, you treat yourself to a packet of hobnobs. That is true. Yes, that is so true. there are your next 15 published novels in that box <laughs> right there. <laughs> What's the expiry date on these? June
0: 2024. <laughs> I'd better get a it. movie. It's just as well on the podcast, ones. isn't it? <laughs> That's like Shannon Mayer
1: kind of speed of writing a yeah, book every two yeah, weeks. But, yeah. but no, do, 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 do enjoy them. I know, in, you know, obviously there's a lot there. Share them out. But I, I couldn't resist it, to be honest. I thought one pack isn't enough. And we always joked about wanting to get sponsored by McVitie's chocolate. We did. As well.
0: We did. And they never. Because we wanted to never... get a
1: lifetime supply. Well, there you go. You've yeah. got your lifetime supply.
0: Oh, bless Brilliant. you. Thank you very much. Um, in all seriousness, stuff. I might take some of these to the food bank. You know, I, I can't Spread the love exactly. and the
1: chocolate. <laughs> so, Mark, we've got, we got some more messages. Um, Chris Lowenstein said, um, no, I've Chris. started two novels and without the encouragement and enthusiasm of uh, Mr. Mr. Stay and Mr. D and the Academates, that's so much more than I would ever have accomplished. Many thanks and best wishes for the future successes of thanks, all Chris. your projects. And um, Andrea Van Bruggen has said, the podcast has been a sunny spot in my week for years now. And this past year in the Academy has been beyond helpful. And extra thanks for taking the Time to meet up for tea this summer,
0: yes. Well, Andrea was touring the UK with her family, she had this breakneck schedule of uh, you know, seeing everything in the UK basically. And she just happened to be in the Whitstable area, so I said, Let's, there's a, there's a lovely cafe called The Bubble, let's meet there. And we got you know, got to meet up, had a little chat, and I just you know, any event that i'm doing i, I love it whenever someone from, from someone from you know who listens to the podcast comes along and says hello it's just lovely it's just really really nice so uh and for andrea to come from the other side of the world and just take time out of what yeah. was a busy busy schedule with her family was was
1: great so lovely Absolutely to meet you andrea. amazing yeah so, so great and having to, having meeting so many of the listeners as well is just so fantastic um, another listener Tamara Mercer said after the excitement of back to reality we all settled in to weekly updates and interviews uh, when I was part of the academy um, and I talked to you about my dreams and goals as a writer you were so supportive thank you for your enthusiasm interview skills and dedication to us all um, and then she says sorry I can't watch your movies they scare the <laughs> out of me <laughs> But then she says I suppose that's a good thing it means you've done the job well so thank you Tammy for that as well thank brilliant you, Tammy. and one more from Melissa Stone she says I remember when I first found the podcast the bestseller experiment it was a cold day in new york city and I was wow. delighted to stumble upon quite a find i found the podcast to be so entertaining informative and motivating that i had to sign up for the bestseller academy and i'm thrilled that i have mark thank you so much for gifting us with your knowledge and cheering us on In our writing careers. uh, That's Melissa Stone. Yeah, she says as always, keep writing and have an amazing new year. New
0: New York. I've never been to New York. I really want to go to New York. And my my voice has been there, and somehow I haven't. Isn't that weird?
1: I know. Isn't it? Here's a crazy thought as well. (laughs) That at some point, somewhere in the world, every minute of every day. Someone's listening to the bestseller experiment podcast. Um, Do you think you ever thought of that? 24 seven round clock because of the amount of listeners that we've got. So absolutely brilliant. Now, let's dive back. And we've got some more thank yous coming from, from listeners, um, academates and um, BXP team members in a minute. But let's now go to our next clip, Mark. And this was, I've got to say, one of my favourite episodes. I'm so glad to yeah this one out. Yeah. Mr. Joe Hill. Um, son, as many people, they still don't know this, was son of Stephen King. I mean, yeah. he's an absolute legend in his own right. Why did you pick this clip in particular? Um, I think... Even more than the Ben Aronovich
0: episode, which, you know, put a rocket up our backsides, uh, I think Joe's, I mean, you'll hear in the clip, he's talking about this living in fear of um, boring the reader. And... Uh, you know, you know, you know, these things, I knew this, I knew this, but hearing it from Joe and then reading Joe's books and his short stories and, and watching, you know, the TV and film stuff that he's done since uh, it's, it's definitely something that he lives by. And it's something that I live by now. I I live in fear of boring the reader and I I just want to give them, you know, a thrill, a delight, uh, a cheer, a laugh, uh, make them cry, whatever it is, you know? And um, so this was a, a huge influence on me, and, and he is a really nice guy. I was lucky enough to meet him a bit earlier in the year when he was in the UK and just have a quick catch-up with him. And he's, he's still like this. He's still just full of energy, buzzing, and so passionate
1: about story that it can't help but inspire people. Brilliant. So let's have a quick listen to Mark, um, or listen to Joe Hill's clip.
3: I say to myself, what's awesome about this scene? If I was a reader, what's so awesome, I couldn't wait to get to the next page, you know, and I need to see that in every page. Really, I need to see it in every paragraph because I'm so scared a reader will put down the book. You know, I just thrive on fear. There's so many distractions. There's so much great stuff on YouTube. And you guys haven't really thought about what you're getting into. Do you guys, you ever looked at Netflix? Do you see how much great stuff there is on Netflix? Why would anyone read your book if they could watch Netflix? Yeah, exactly. You know, do you yeah, know yeah, what's yeah. on YouTube? Do you see Apple streaming music? You know, all the Oscar movies are out. Why would anyone waste their time on your book? You've got to give yeah. them an amazing reason to keep reading every page you know and i'm just absolutely ruthless about saying if i don't think there's something just mind-blowingly awesome in this chapter it's gotta go and it's amazing how easy the stuff that's not awesome just drops
1: it 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 does remind me as well mark just how much energy there was and is on the podcast i mean Yeah, yeah, yeah some of these authors have just got fuel in the tank and you just think wow you know absolutely yeah. inspiring but again you never quite know what you're going to get i think with each episode i i think one of m- a massive highlight for me of the podcast as well is the um listening to all the interviews and then chatting through with you know with them doing doing a number of them with you it's like there's always at least one two three things that always stick and you just realize that you're collecting all these little gems these little mm-hmm. golden nuggets in your treasure trove as a writer and and absorbing them almost, but through osmosis as well, and start using them in your writing, and that's one of the m- most amazing mm. things. And I think, you know, hearing Joe's story as well um, it is quite phenomenal. How he did it on his own. You know, he could have yeah he could have used his dad's leverage. You know, you know, one of the most amazing writers to say, ever have lived, Stephen King, and yet Joe did it on his own back with a pseudonym. Didn't tell anyone who his dad was until yeah it was, he was it was a, a was it the first book
0: author? first book of the second book I think it was the first book which was a short story collection and I'd read it and just thought this is this this guy can this guy's pretty good um, he can really write and it was someone said you know he's Stephen King's son I said what and of course you look at the author photo and you go oh, of, course, of course you know <laughs> so uh, it sort of came out you know during publication. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was great to see him, you know, take off the way that he has, and it's uh, and he's still really grounded and you know so passionate about storytelling and and writing and, and good reading and and uh, yeah, and it's it's been a joy, you know,
1: a privilege to to sort of know him a little. So uh, that's been great. Absolutely brilliant. We've got some more more messages as well from from listeners. Rosie Moore said. Your voice has been the soundtrack to my daily commute for hundreds of hours. As I listened to the wow. podcast, I'd sit in the car park at work trying to catch just a few more minutes before I started my day. We were making people late for work, Mark. That's good, good. It's crazy. Revolution starts here, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Rosie also <laughs> says, she said this, and there's a lot of love coming out of the Academy for you, Mark, as well, for all of the work you've done there. She said, there is, that is nothing to say of the Academy where I've been privileged to be a part of tuning into the Wednesday surgeries and the Monday craft coaching is always a bright point in my week and your enthusiasm for all things writing shone through. She oh, said, lastly, I'll miss you and Mr. D joking about Colin the Caterpillar cakes and hobnob biscuits. <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's a theme. There we go. There's a theme. Um, and one more quickly before we go to the next clip, which is from Tom Foote. Tom's absolutely fantastic. He said, I started listening to the bestseller experiment a few years ago now and was struck by how darn professional you were. Huh? Now, I've never uh, been accused of that before. Right. And then, he, and then he mentions another podcast, which we won't mention in, in mm. comparison. And then he said, um, were these marks too assured, too slick, too mainstream? He said, but the chemistry was electric, the guests compelling, and the writing advice too good to miss. So I stayed with you. Soon I discovered how wrong I was. Yes, you were darn professional, the consummate professional. You were also very funny, smart, and just a little bit off the wall. Love that. Um, as casual cherry picking became binge listening, as year became, year one became year two, I wasn't just staying. I was invested. Together over the years, you and Mr. D have given unrivaled glimpse behind the professional and personal. veil, sharing the writer, ju- writer's journey candidly in all of its often heartbreaking resplendence. Yeah. I was journeying with you. I've written several books that would not have been written otherwise and can't begin to thank you for the inspiration seven years is far too short a time to live amongst such excellent admirable hobbits i look forward (laughs) to hearing seeing what comes next but he said please no dino porn
0: it's oh on come foot. on, Tom! That was going to be the next big stage in my career. Just
1: blown it. This is one of your secret projects. The, the Bonkosaurus
0: lives. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for your kind words, Tom. Thank Isn't you. Isn't so that amazing? Much. Absolutely brilliant. And Kate Baker quickly she says, "Thank you for all the hours you've given to the best writing podcast and learning platform in the academy." Thank so you, Kate. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Now, Mark, we also have this is now this is a really amazing moment, wasn't it, in the podcast when? Um, we had we found out we discovered that two people in our BXP team group, a private group at that stage, it was maybe what a hundred people strong. Not but even that. But two yeah. of those hundred people had been shortlisted in the top four or five out of twenty. If I think it was five. 20, yeah, yeah, out of twenty thousand entries for yeah. the Amazon Kindle Storyteller Award, twenty nineteen. I believe it yeah. was. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, t- October twenty nineteen. Right. i got that
0: I, I looked up the date uh it's just a couple of days for halloween and i we weren't supposed to be there i wasn't supposed to be there Queeve uh, was going to go with his wife but his wife couldn't go so Queeve messaged me and said do you want to come i said yeah i said oh bring your microphone well you know we'll have a chat so i met up with uh Cueve and ian w sainsbury beforehand and the two nominees right the two yeah, out of the five, yeah, yeah yeah our two nominees and um you know they were both excited and you know wanted to want to know what was going to happen. And uh yeah, we uh
1: well, we had some. Well, had I remember some good saying news. to you, I said, Mark, I said, if if you get a chance, could you turn bring bring your little recording device? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this clip was recorded just after the announcement that'd been made of the winner. Mariella Frostrup had just given the award to none other than Ian Sainsbury. So let's listen in to the moment where. Ian Sainsbury gets this award, and Mark nabs him straight away. No, not now. Come on, tell me,
2: tell me, Ian, how's it feel? How's Um, it feel? I'm a writer, Mark, so you know I can't say I have no words, but that's honestly how I feel. I've just had to stand on stage next to Mariela Frostrock watching my wife weep with joy because I had her absolutely convinced I wasn't going to win because I genuinely believed I wasn't going to win. So I'm, I'm, I'm so knocked out I can't believe it I really can't believe I'm going to listen back to this on the podcast and remember this moment but actually I probably won't remember this moment because I feel discombobulated
0: the biggest biggest congratulations from us from all the listeners from all our
2: friends on the podcast can I just say to everyone in the bestseller experiment Facebook group and the general community around that podcast that it's been a huge help to me I, it's what I listen to when I walk in the dog a lot of the time along with Mark Dawson's podcast and sometimes Mark Como gets a look in so uh, yeah thanks guys thank you uh, I'm here now you could be here next year you know thank you
0: he was well, he he'd literally taken a step off stage and I pounced on him and at the beginning here we go now 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 he's like no 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 so yeah he, he was quite Quite overwhelmed. Um, but it was just, it was, and his wife was crying. Go back and listen to the, because it's a long clip. I didn't want to include the whole thing, but it is amazing, uh, uh, the, that that episode of the podcast. And these will all have links in the show notes so you can check them out. But it is, it is absolutely brilliant. And Queeve was very funny as well uh, on the evening and very gracious. <laughs> very <laughs> gracious. Funny. But it was, it was a, it was such a whirlwind of an evening because we, we basically, when Amazon realized we were there, they were like, well, look, do you want to interview all the others? Sure. Was, yeah, absolutely. So we interviewed them all and then I interviewed a couple of people from Amazon. What was, well, I don't think I've ever revealed this. What was strange was um, whenever I spoke to someone from Amazon, there was someone behind me from Amazon, you remember in the X Files, you had the cigarette smoking man. Yeah. You know, it was it was like that. They were making sure everyone was on message. You know, yeah. uh, so it was a really <laughs> strange experience having someone sort of behind, lurking behind me, and you, they were looking at me, and then you see their eyes dart over my shoulder. You know, I expected to see um, you know like a red dot from a sniper's rifle <laughs> appear on their foreheads, uh, but it was all fine. It was all fine. But yeah, it was a really really fun. Uh, it, and I made two great friends that day, I think, you know, in Ian and Cueve and you know we've um uh we've got to know each other really well and caught up with each other on various occasions and keep in touch. so uh again, that's that was a really, really special day and um, yeah, really, really good. and just to have Ian have such a massive success with that, and it kind of you know, it, it felt like we'd all won in a way, which I know we yeah. haven't, Ian, don't worry. I'm not trying to take it away from you, but it kind of felt like we were, you know, if it, either Queeve or Ian had won, we all won that night, you know. I, it I feels think.
1: like you're a Formula One racing team. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Ian yeah. and Queeve were the drivers and yeah. you know, everyone else yeah. was in the pit stop crew. And I think, I th- for me, a couple of big things about that. Firstly, I mean, everyone dreams of being nominated for a book, book award, Um I mean and everyone would love to win but for me it was it was kind of one of those moments of seeing someone that kind of traveled with us in the podcast and was there representing the kind of one of the ultimate things that could happen to you when you do work hard? I mean, Ian and Queave, they've, they've both, and you know, you and it, so many people have put in the time, the effort. Yeah. And we don't, you don't see all those hours of them sitting, writing, all our listeners right now, have, you know, mm-hmm. sat down today and done their 200 words, even on Christmas Day, maybe. Mm-hmm. We don't see that. We don't, we don't get to see the effort that everyone has to put in to get there. But that moment for me represents such a beautiful pinnacle for an author to reach. So a memory that they'll never forget for the rest of their life. They'll take they'll take it to their grave. You know they they'll be telling the stories to their grandkids, saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, check that out this book. All right, it was a award winning book." And so for me, it, it kind of fueled the fire of inspiration, which has been such an important part of this podcast. It's about helping yeah. people believe that these things can happen if you go for mm-hmm. them. Um, but also, I, I really enjoyed the banter between Ian and Queeve because here are two nominees, like in the same group, uh, you know, surrounded by friends, and then and they're just the funniest, two of the funniest people yeah. that we know. Um, and I'm super, super excited um, to to announce as well that I mean, I talked about Lorna Cook earlier, the the RNA um, award-winning author, number one selling bestseller, and and Ian, as we just mentioned, both are going to be. Attempting to fill your shoes, partly, within the Academy mark next year. So we've got they, two... They've
0: already, they've already popped in on the craft
1: coaching. Yeah.
0: And I thought, this is all in very, very safe hands. This is great. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be the best thing that's happened to the Academy because you're getting these wonderfully different points of view. Uh, and, you know, people have been there and done that. So it's... If you haven't signed up to the academy already, just do it now because there's hours of me in the archive anyway. Yeah, that's you got the Mr. You've get- you got an amazing community and you've got these amazing new people coming in. So it's gonna be it's
1: gonna be better. It's than gonna ever. be crazy. And 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 two other people that we you know we've interviewed as well over the years a couple of times. We've got Sarah Moorhead joining yeah. us as well. Absolutely brilliant. And Penilla Hughes as well. And they're the first four. There's gonna be more, <laughs> so I can't reveal who, but it's going to be so exciting. So again, you've kind of paved the way for, for these incredible authors to come in and, and, and give, give all these authors even more support across broader yeah. genres, you know, thrillers, romance, um, you know, a crime. It's just going to be, it's going to be so exciting. So, for truth. um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, so let's all go back to the card marks. We've got a lot more people. Um, Gavin Ralph, the wonderful Gavin, hey, has said, um, "Mark, you've graced my ears every week <laughs> since the Great Bollocking." Uh, since,
0: <laughs>
2: since before a I, sentence
1: uh, th- I'd never have imagined back in 2016. Yeah. You've graced
2: that wasn't my ears the, since that the wasn't Great That wasn't in the original
1: bollocking. document, was it? I no, don't remember seeing no, that in the original have a look. document. No, no. <laughs> um, and he said, "Since before I decided to make a proper go of this writing lark." your wit, patience, dedication, inspiration and motivation have played such an important role in kickstarting my author career. I'll be forever grateful and uh, look forward to exploring your worlds to Woodville and beyond. So that's Brilliant.
0: brilliant. Well, G- Gavin Gavin is a superstar in the making. I mean Gavin's just, you know, he's he's got the um, I've got them here because I always get them. Um, so here we are. Ooh. Right, as, as gb oh, ralph bookshelf yes murder murder in milverton square and poison at Penshaw hall just brilliant and you know the, his chart positions and everything he's he, he does social media fantastically reviewers absolutely love these and third ones on the way and again just huge success story i this this just you know fills my heart with joy something yeah. like this uh, it's just amazing do you, absolutely amazing. do you know
1: the great thing mark whatever happens from now on in in the future there are going to be authors gracing the major bookshelves booksellers that in in years to come will be looking back and going do you remember we got an email from them back in nine you know 2020 2021 whenever it might be and I think for me, that's one of the most exciting things. I want to inspire everyone who's who's been a part of this, you know, journey and still continuing, to to really buckle down and go for it. Because we want you to be those authors. We want you to be those names that we celebrate in a year, two, two, three, five years down the road. Um, I can't wait to see what happens because this has been an incredible um, ground, ground for you know growth growth um area for people just for like you know gavin said you know before he started this writing lot like, there are people who actually started writing because of the podcast so mm-hmm. um we can't wait to see what you do as well that's our in some ways that's that's the joy that we get as well Completely. and all the incredible messages 100%. people have sent us over the years um robin, robin Sarty says thank you mr oh, stay I'm for good. your years of dedication to the podcast for your wisdom and your knowledge and that, that you've shared with listeners and the personal insights you've given us in the bxp team thank you for everything Thank you, Robin. Robin has just been such a mainstay of the team, of the podcast,
0: of, uh, you know, so uh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that, Robin, in the Absolutely
1: brilliant. Now, let's go back to the chronology of what happened after that first year, because we had the insanity of releasing Bestseller, uh, Back to Reality, which was, spoiler alert, a Bestseller. Do you remember, it was in, number one in 10, 10 charts across categories. seven countries, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 categories. Yeah. And it was quite amazing, because I think our Biggest fear, and I know a lot of authors have this, and we were really putting ourselves on the line because we'd publicly done this for a whole year writing this book. But we just didn't know until we put it out there, we didn't know if people would actually like it and appreciate it. And fortunately, um, just the reviews were phenomenal. I mean, that was such an amazing feeling, wasn't it? Those first couple of weeks when the reviews started going in, it was quite a relief as well, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And then it was the build on that, wasn't it? I mean, what 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 are some of your memories from those early early days of releasing back to reality well it was so unlike anything i had written before as well so it was not
0: you know i mean it was science fictiony in a way but with a light touch it was magical in a way but with a light touch but it was um so i had no idea how it would be received and of course we we wanted it to be funny um uh and Few people actually did find it funny, so it's fun. I mean, I was at a church fair last week, still sold a copy in paperback, I a a Um, so, um, you know, it still sells. Uh, the audio edition is terrific, so you know, do check that out. I, the audio edition might be the best version of it, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I was just because it was I put aside the end of magic to do batch reality. I was kinda of full steam ahead on the end of magic and I thought this this is a risk. This could all go horribly tits up. Uh you know, Ben Aronovich has already said we're a pair of clowns. Um I've no idea, you know, how this is going to be received. So the success was just that little bit more sweeter and and you do you are in the hands of reviewers and it, and we're getting you know, we still get reviews from people who don't even know about the podcast people who don't even you know they've just stumbled across it somehow um so yeah it's been it's been great it's it's putting some good out into the world is all i'm saying i think
1: it's a good it is a genuinely feel-good book and we should also say as well mark the film rights are still available that's baffling to me actually we haven't really pushed we haven't really pushed that enough on the podcast but uh I mean one of our one of our dreams is that you know to one day see it on the uh, the silver stage because I think it would be it would work really well as a film and actually when we wrote it we were thinking very visually weren't we we were thinking oh, I remember us having a conversation towards the end of the book like who would play the part of Johanna who would the play play the part of Joe and I remember saying I think Lady Gaga would be excellent she can act. as Johanna <laughs> and then she went on I think 2 years later to win an Oscar on the Oscar
0: yeah right well, I, to be honest, I don't think it would make a good film. I think it would make an even better mini series on a major streamer. Ah, that's that's yeah. where the money is, Mr. D. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll, I'll follow that advice on that one. So, yeah, so anyone's, anyone's listening to this, uh, haven't read the book, go pick it up. We'll yes, do what do. Um, one of our guests did. Uh, they put a request in the front of their book. And actually, the other day, Mark, I sat down on Netflix to watch uh, the movie of the book that was left in. The backpacking hostel. Do you remember? It had, a little, oh, it had yes. a little word in the front saying, If you if you know anyone who's in the film industry, yes. uh, we we would like or would love to get a book deal. And that person ended up getting and then it and then it became like a, a major smash. So Mark, we've got some more messages well wishing you on your journey um this one's from lynn clark the lovely lynn clark oh, love him. Love him. um well actually one of the first people to sign up to the academy from i yes. she said yeah, yeah. she said specifically about your work in the academy she said my time at the academy has been amazing due to the incisive writing advice mr C- mr stay gave me on my writing and i still listen and enjoy your cheerfulness on the podcast such you, an inspiring man. man you'll be so missed but onwards and beyond uh, kick more of your own wonderful writing out there into the world mark as you always advised us really <laughs> thank big. you i will <laughs> and and the lovely alex wait he absolutely is getting another ex- superstar yeah. in the making already a yeah, superstar yeah. in his own right i mean he's yeah, worked yeah, yeah. on he's worked on films like happy feet and some of the most incredible we meet the most incredible people as well he said um mark i wouldn't be where i am now with my book without your craft coaching and writers surgeries I'll miss you very much. Best of luck in all your projects. I'll keep an eye out, both on the shelf and the screen, for your name. All the best and many thanks again, Alex. Thank you, Alex. And he, fantastic. the book
0: he's working on, the bits I've seen of it, oh, it's going to be good.
1: Yes, yeah, going to be good, good. Feeling about Alex, yeah, very good feeling. Absolutely yeah. cheering yeah. you all the way on. Now let's go back to the chronology of the last seven years, Mark, as well, because you, after the whole launch of the first year, then we kind of started to have to find our groove. I thought, hang on a minute, you know, we we can't stop now. This is this is too much fun, and there is so much momentum building. And then you got back to writing End of Magic, which became your first venture uh, or first maybe the last venture into the world of crowdfunding.
0: (laughs) Well, it might not be the last, but yeah, it was. It was. I I just thought in the spirit of the podcast. Uh, it would be a fun experiment. And um, and it was, and I learned a lot from doing it. And I'm really, really happy with the book and uh, and all the support I got from the listeners and genuinely could not have done it without them. So it was, it was essentially another, even though I'd started it before the podcast, it was the podcast that helped make it happen without question. And the good news is I've got the rights back. So it's my book again, and I'm self-publishing it, but I'm also working on the sequel, The End of Dragons, which I'm in the edit. Uh, at the moment which I'm loving I'm having so much fun with it so I'm hoping here we go uh, Dream Declaration Dream Declaration deadline. yeah yeah okay. you want one of these ready. Uh, I, want, I want to launch it at the MCM Comic Con at the end of May uh, oh. next year Fantastic. so, uh, so you can, that's one of the reasons I, I need as much time Time. as possible because there's a lot to be done. I've got cover art and editors and all all that kind of stuff. Uh, It's going to
1: be going to be a job and a half, but
0: it will be worth it. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now I also want to personally thank you again, Mark, uh, well for a number of reasons, but in particular one moment during our podcast when my life fell, fell apart. I mean, it really did. Um, For those of you that didn't hear this, you know uh, we were probably, well, as I remember now it was 20, it was 2018. 2018 uh, we it, yeah. weren't far into the podcast really at that time, were we about two year and a half, two years? And I discovered that my wife had stage four cancer. And I've got to say, the one of the biggest supports was you just one day saying, I've got this, I've got this, whatever you need to do, I've got this. And you went off and you did the podcast solo. You got some guest co-hosts on and for a number of months whilst I was dealing with, you know, the, the challenges of that, um, one of the lights, one of the bright lights in that whole journey was knowing that this podcast that we'd started was still going out there every week. Um, you know, it was such a positive force in people's lives. And to know that that was still going on whilst all the challenges were happening was huge. So I want to personally thank you for the support that you gave me during that time Um and just the graciousness you had just to, just to hold the fort and leave it for me to come back when, when I was able to. So it was, it was amazing and you did an amazing job and in some ways kind of proved that this can work as a podcast without the two marks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was a number of months, you know, that that I was away. Um, but also, and I'll say this as well with, with now the, the kind of hindsight of, you know, looking back over five years since, since, since Jen passed away. But, It gave me something to come back to, which was really super positive as well. Because like when you've gone through that process of grief, you know, the start of a grief, three young kids to have something like the podcast just as a bit of a regular stable thing in your weekly life that you could show up to and and for an hour just put all of that try to forget all the stuff that was going on in your personal life and just be able to say let's just have a bit of fun for an hour and and inspire inspire some people and it was a huge part of of helping me get back on my feet um because they were the, the toughest years of my life um and, you know, it's it's not been easy the last few years. I won't be, you know, I, I know I come across as very positive and optimistic. and Everyone's like, Mr. Positive, DeVoe. But, you know, in the background, I am dealing with a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, with families. So I just want to thank you, Mark, for, for um, all the support you gave me and being able to keep the show on the road as well. I, I can't begin to tell you how much that helped.
0: Well, thank you. I mean, we had a conversation, we had a serious conversation about, do we stop? You know, cause it's, it is a big ask to do this thing. And, uh, and I, I knew, I mean, I can't possibly understand what you went through. Um, it's just absolutely devastating. And, uh, but we also knew that we had something special. We knew from our listeners that there were people out there just getting started. And, um, you know, we thought, it would be a good idea to keep going, but and I, I want to thank everyone who who stepped in and helped out while that was going on. And again, there's, there's too many to name here, but uh, you know who you are. And it, you know, if you go back and listen to that year 2018, yeah, um, you know, I I did uh, I did need them, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, uh, but it was yeah. uh, it was. I think it, it proved um that our community was enough to sort of sustain the podcast as well. And I think when you came back, the episode when you came back, uh I think, you know, something clicked then. Yeah. And it felt like, yeah, this is this is something kind of special. Not just two of us prattling on, but the community that had developed
1: around it. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I think something very deep there's the right something system. much deeper was that was happening and and it really does tie in with the the perspective I have on life, which is writing a book is a really important endeavor. It's not just it's not just a kind of oh, I'll just just write a book. Because it like people that take this on as part of their life quest, a mission in life, you know, they're taking on something really important. Mm. And I've always felt that I've always felt I've had this love relationship with books, just the connection you get to a book, how deep you go with an author on that, how you can journey with an author, whether it's, you know, whether it's, you know, fiction or you know, self-help or nonfiction, whatever it might be. And going through that experience with, you know, really put things into perspective for me. And it became really important that this podcast carried on because um, I've always said this, if you write a book, you will never regret it. You will be on your deathbed. You'll look back on your life and it'll be one of the things, one of the highlights of your life. If you've written several, if you've written a whole trilogy or a whole series, you know, you might be going, but you're leaving that work with the world. And you think about all the authors that we talk about today still that have left us. Um, You know, I think it's so important that we do this. And that's why I'm carrying this podcast on. That's the only, you know, the number one reason why, you know, it needs to carry on because there are people out there that that need that, you know, check-in that need that inspiration. So um, that's something I hope to keep, keep going and, and delivering in whatever form it looks like, obviously in, in the new format that will happen. But um, yeah, it was a, it's, it's, it's a very, very important um, part of, like you say, something changed and shifted and, and then things really started to motor. And then, um there were times, weren't there? I mean, we'll say this for anyone who's sad about the fact that the two marks, you know, this is our last episode together. We should say that there were probably about, I would say, two or three times that we actually had really serious conversations about, can we keep doing this? Should yeah. we keep doing this? Yeah. Didn't. And we, um, and it was always a mutual conversation. wasn't It, it was always, um, you know, the, the thing I also treasure as well is that this friendship that we've developed through the podcast by showing up for each other every single week um, it's been such an incredibly powerful friendship that we've developed, which I know will continue well beyond, you know, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. But, but also um, this idea that there is, there, there's, there's so much, I always remember whenever we'd finished recording a podcast, I always felt so much more joy and happiness. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's just that little yeah. buzz of like, right, we've done something Definitely. else, recorded it. Yeah. And we knew it was going to be going out into the world. And um But, you know, it hasn't been easy. I mean, doing a podcast, like you've said, like 30 to 40 hours a week, it takes us Mm. to get this show literally out to people. Um, I definitely am very grateful for podcasts. I listen to now and I think about all the work that, you know, when you know what goes into it. Um, And I think a lot of that behind the scenes, the work that you've been doing, um, you know, people don't see that and the team that we, we've we had, you know, five, six people behind helping us, people don't see that when they hear this. So um, there's a lot that goes into it. So so again, thank you for all of that that you've you put in, Mark, because it's been absolutely massive, absolutely humongous. Mm. Um, and, and Barbara sums up by saying, Barbara Summers says, oh, I'll miss your voice, Mark, your laugh and your insights after hearing it on so many podcasts and joining the Academy. I'll be cheering you on as you move on. Best wishes in all that you do. And may you find tons of success and happiness in whatever comes your way. Thank you. Absolutely brilliant stuff. And um, Jackie Kirkham, Mark, what can I say? The Mickey and Pluto of writing podcasts. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Uh, now, we're going to have a discussion about this. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Who's Pluto. Mickey. But you, you said something actually the other day, which is brilliant in your little blog post about this. You referenced Morecambe and Wise. Morecambe and Wise, Bert and Ernie, yes. Bert and Ernie. Yeah, just and in I case anyone that- thinks we live together, you know, uh, like them. So I yeah, exactly. just want to disavow you think- of that. So <laughs> I think I was thinking like other, other famous duos over the years. And I was thinking about those two chaps from the Muppets. Um- Waldorf and Statler. Yeah. 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 Is that us? <laughs> yeah. uh, would, yeah. that, would, that, would that have been us if we'd stayed on the two marks for t- 10 more years, probably? Well,
0: yeah, they're quite negative, Wardoff and
1: Settler. Yeah. They tend to boo, don't they? Boo! Yeah.
2: Boo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Jackie says, um, there are so many books you've helped birth into being in big and small ways, as well as authors who are more confident in their craft and abilities. And that is a legacy you can be proud of. I can't Thank wait to wait see what Jackie. comes next. Oh, yeah. Every success, happiness and multi-book publishing contracts <laughs> thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much. Um, Fadzy, he said, gosh, hey, Fadzy. I didn't expect to be so verklempt over this. <laughs> I have so much to thank you for, Mark. Your constant support and advice have been a godsend. But this has actually been one of the things that we've seen. Like, There's people been crying on on the BXP team. Um, I I
0: tell you what, Fadzi is another superstar in the making. I've read Fadzi's stuff. Agents and publishers out there who have not snapped up Fadzi's thrillers, you're all fools. They're absolutely brilliant. It's like Harlan Coburn ready to go right there under your noses. You're all idiots. So, yes,
1: Fadzi, hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. So your Elon Musk moment. <laughs> <Long> <laughs> uh, and one of our long time listeners uh, and just such a, just a positive force in the world. Josh Atkinson says, Mark, I'm yeah. so grateful for all the time and effort you put into the show without your guidance in the podcast every week and the Academy sessions. Um, and you you know, all the editing. I have learned so much from you as a writer. Um, and then he gives you the ultimate reference, Mark. He says all the best and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. Which are you? Which is a Hitchhiker's reference. Yes, is that yes, right? So yes. long. Thanks for all the fish. Yes. Yeah. Gloria Fourth. Thomas. And you, and again, this is, you know, this is part of the legacy. This Gloria's a new listener to the podcast. She says, I'm a new listener. Um, the two marks um and your guests are smart, funny, and reassuring. <laughs> that, that <laughs> every every podcast provides useful, immediate, applicable tools and mindset shifts. Just listening began to re-energize my writing. I'm now thrilled to be immersed in the nonfiction Academy, and I'm Mm. grateful that you'll have your voice to teach us and guide us with the hours of audio and video that you've created. With endless gratitude, uh, I wish all the best to you and your loved ones. Gloria. Brilliant. Thank Thank you, Gloria.
0: Now, of course, there is this massive archive in the Academy. So if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, you will be able to put together some sort of AI chatbot that can, uh, you know,
1: uh, talk to for as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, the craft of writing. So yeah, it's it's quite amazing <laughs> because um, I added it up because we've been the academy's been running now for three and a half years, mm. and I added up that I th- I believe there is around 120 hours mark of you. Like this, this is this is not the podcast. This is not the f- seven years and mm. 550 hours of podcasts we've done. This is an extra. 120 hours of Mark coaching talking about craft answering questions about publishing craft it's just amazing so yeah if you're missing Mark or you want to hear and I must say it's very different from the podcast i mean it's still you but you're you're in coaching mode rather than yes i've actually done some preparation it. for it <laughs> well but it's 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 really really powerful stuff and you know you're in some ways all the knowledge that you've had for years working in publishing, and then all the knowledge you've had for years, like writing books, writing scripts, having movies made. And then the seven years of doing this podcast. And I mean, I I say this again, I said this a few months ago, I don't, and I don't think this is a bold claim to make, but I don't think there are many people in the world that have gone as deep and studied authors in the way that, we have on the podcast over the last seven years. I mean, I can't think of anywhere where there's five hundred plus hours of um, recorded interviews and, and materials and analysis. All the two marks post chats that we've done. Yeah, and I think it's all of that.
0: It's the variety the of it as well. There are podcasts that focus on indie authors or science fiction authors or crime with authors, that. and with us, it's a bit. There is something for everyone. We've done a bit of yeah. everything, um, so it is a. a a really interesting uh,
1: map of the publishing world over the last, you know, seven years. Uh, Yeah. And one thing that we decided very early on, which people might not realise, but we did decide that what we wanted to do was focus on the things that never change, the things that are timeless, you know, the the, the writing advice, the mindset, the motivation. We didn't want to go to the world of, this is how, you know, the five steps to, to putting up a Facebook ad, because we know that number one, you know, that changes every week. And also number two, you know, anyone who ever went on MySpace, if you ever did a course on that, well, how useful is that now? So the, <laughs> the things that we built both on the podcast and the Academy, we hope will stand the true test of time. So that, I mean, one of my reasons for doing this podcast, and I did mention this very early on, is that one of my kids was getting into writing when they were 14 and showing huge promise and was really excited. And I wanted to create this, this, um, archive legacy for them when maybe you know even 10 20 years from now when it became relevant to them that they wanted to learn about writing for character yeah. or, or you know creating a nonfiction book that stuff was there for them yeah and um so for my dream is that this this all of the things that we've done together over the last seven years will still be as applicable in 50 years 100 years from now absolutely than they are i think today, it will be yeah which yeah. which would be fantastic yeah. now one of one another one of our favorites, Mark Aaron Brooks. Um, hey, absolutely another six huge success story. Now, Mark, another where superstar do I start? In the wings, another in the making, superstar. folks. Yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do I start, Mark? Um, Mark helped edit my first two novels and taught me how to write prose. I he, he says it <laughs> no, He was pretty
0: I, good to start it, with. I, got yeah.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am today without Mark's expert advice and encouragement. And then he says, Love you, Mark Two, your Canadian pal, Brooks. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely Aaron. fantastic. Brilliant. Um. There are so many more that I haven't been able to read out, Mark, because we—I've I've got this. I'm sending you. It's—it's it's not a card. It's more a kind of a document. <laughs> thank you. <A> Google <laughs> so doc. you can enjoy. <laughs> you can enjoy reading that in your own. I will in your own time. Thank It'll you. It will take much. you a while. It might take you away from some of the projects you've got to get working <laughs> on, so you know, it might spread out. But again, thank you to everyone who took the time to write messages for all that we've read out, and the ones that you know. And there's a lot more to some of those messages that I haven't read out as well. So. um it's just been an incredible ride mark and um how would you i mean how do you even start to sum up the last 7 years uh it's
0: it's been the most positive thing i've ever done i think actually you remember i was Mr cynical at the beginning of it yeah, yeah. uh that's you know there's still a big dollop of cynicism there but you know i've i've seen people change and you know do incredible things uh, and i've spoken to, i've had the privilege of speaking to the most amazing authors uh who have you know s- s- given us their time and been generous with their their thoughts and tips and uh it's it's yeah like you say hundreds of hours um, that will, I think, live on beyond us. Which sounds really weird, but I think it will. I think it is this yeah. inc- incredible archive and a map of 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 what this looks like. And and you know, uh, like I say, showing up with you every week has been. I do, you know, you end on a, on a little buzz, uh, and it's it's been it's been amazing. So um, yeah, it's been a huge part of my life, and I have loved every minute of it, and it's just been a privilege. And and there is no question; it's made me a better writer. And, um, yeah, all the friends that I've made along the way was you and everyone in the group and in the Academy and authors that I've, you know, I now have the honor of calling my friends and then seeing their writing blossom. It's just going to leave me with this, you know, sense of accomplishment and joy. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I, it will sort of, you know, I'll always be able to look on it, back on it and be really, really proud of what we've achieved and what, Yet
1: to be achieved. So how are you feeling, Mr. D? How are you you feeling in this moment? (laughs) Well, uh, I can tell you what, it's a maelstrom of maelstrom (laughs) of mixed emotions, Mark. I'm um I'm really so, so grateful for everything that we've done together. This has been, like you, it's been one of the most positive things that I've done in my lifetime. Mm. Um, it's been an adventure. I mean, you know, we've been the co-presenters of this show, but we have been learning. Along with everyone, I mean, I would always just, it's just been a joy to, to, to look back on just the amazing things that we've learned. And, um, and I'm also very philosophical as well. And this is why I want all our readers to be, because there's a real, there is a cliche, which is all good things come to an end. And I, for one, know about things ending, you know, um, and I'm much more able to, um, Graciously look at all of the amazing things that have happened, and I want people to look back on these seven years and absolutely love the fact that they happened. Um Moving forward, obviously, it's going to be it's going to be different. It's it's not going to be the two marks anymore. It's going to be um I don't know, bookmark. I don't know what I'll, what. It's going to come be, up better.
0: You... It's gonna be better. It's going to be better. It's going to be great. Different. It'll be different.
1: <laughs> obviously. People know me well enough to know that I'm going to, you know, the inspiration stuff, it, it, that's not going away. <laughs> if anything, that's going to ramp up. Um, and and I'm going to be doing this journey um, that I've committed to. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to keep the podcast going. You know, I committed back in, you know, I think September that I was going to write this nonfiction book. Yeah, um, It's a really important book that I have to write. Um, I'm going to be talking about it on next week's episode, New Year's well, Day, I'm going to be revealing what the book's about and telling you what I'm planning over the next year, which honestly is completely insane. And I almost don't want to say it out loud, but I just have to because I know that's my that's my accountability. That's what this podcast yeah, is for me. I'll so be I'm listening. Gonna, gonna be, I'll be listening. I know, I know. <laughs> but I'll just be looking out for those um, re, uh, listener messages coming in. But I'm I'm going to take it to the nth degree, just to see what's possible. And it may be the biggest car crash. This is starting to sound like the first episode again, isn't it? It might be the biggest car crash, but life's too short to mess around and there's work to be done. And there's some big stuff going on in the world, which I want to, in some tiny, small way, try and help. So this is my next kind of major focus and i want it to inspire people as well to take to step up and say right let's let's do something let's write that book let's you know change the world in some small way so if that's that's what we're looking at there'll be there'll be a ton of surprises happening as well um there's all kinds of interesting things i will reveal i won't say who it is but we have one guest co-host who will be joining me at some point next year who has been on the show a couple of times has sold multiple million books so i'm looking forward to that um Ooh. so we'll just see how it unfolds. But um there will never be anything like the two marks again. It's it's an incredibly um amazing, it's been an incredibly amazing uh seven years. And
0: yeah, I'm gonna miss you, man. I'll miss you too, mate. I'll miss you too. Yeah. Um and you know, thanks to all the listeners. Uh thanks to everyone who's ever been a guest, thanks to all the publicists who've wrangled their authors, um, thanks to everyone who's dropped us a line, said Hello on social media. Uh, Thanks to Dave and JD
1: and Lisa. uh, Is is there anyone else I've missed? Um, uh, The world in general. The world (laughs) in general, yeah. And everyone who's ever written in all, and again, just to say thank you again to all the authors that um, gave up their time to be on the shows. And to everyone listening, I know there's a lot of people out there in fact, one person said, "Oh, my dream was to get on the bestseller podcast. The bestseller experiment podcast continues, and I yeah. want you to keep that dream alive, because I am out there looking for those authors that are doing something special, that are, you know going the extra mile, and I'll be there to celebrate with you. So keep that dream alive, because that dream is very much, very much open. But Mark, I want to finish with a message that's, that I just love from Tracy Montague. Hey. And this is what Tracy said. Tracy started her message off with, ah, poop and handbaskets. I'm oh, <laughs> just it, which made me laugh. She says, is this the end of magic? Our overlord and holy, holy king, Mr. Markstay Extra, has snapped himself back to reality, realised he's actually just one person, and announced his unwelcome news. Very good. Which <laughs> should he have chosen? Would... We ever forgive him? Will the ghost <laughs> of balminess remain online forevermore? And she simply says, Mark, I for one promise not to use too many semicolons in yes. your everlasting honor. Good <laughs> <Thank> luck. <you. laughs> bon chance, bottoms up, and all that. Have a fabulous double whammy of a year in 2024. Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. And Tracy, another another mega star in the making as well so thank you tracy thank you so much so folks we're not even going to do social media this time mark we've been practicing it for seven years and we still get it wrong almost every yeah, week barely. yeah we? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we're
0: on facebook and twitter and instagram and threads absolutely you know. and we'll still yeah. be
1: there folks i look forward to to um coming back here next week and seeing what unfolds for this podcast um peter thank you for listening to this show today Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. Everyone. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And it's a goodbye from Mark 1. And it's a goodbye from Mark 2. Goodbye! Goodbye!
0: You have lots of outtakes. I said we hardly have any because most of what we do is us waffling on. I know it's all outtakes. It's just <laughs> exactly. one big outtake. It's an from hour. Anyway, right, let's get on to it. Right, oh. three,
1: two, one. Just to hark back, hark back to, and we haven't done this for ages. But harking back to previous episodes, um, I've got drum roll. You
3: got the drum roll? <laughs> oh, yes. How many? How long has it been since we've
1: had the drum roll? The crap drum roll what yeah. But yeah, so yeah. I'm going go to go let, let's see if this works. Okay, so here we go. Did you hear that? I can't hear, I can't hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is perfect because it always used to fail.
1: Hop into the uh, podcast next week to maybe hear your name shouted out.
0: Are you waiting for me to say something? Yeah, was actually...
1: <laughs> that was my little segue. Oh, well, are we done?
2: <laughs> sorry, That's I was brilliant. moving stuff about.
1: You muted yourself there. Why was that? I was trying to get some information about oh, okay. Sam Evans. <laughs>
2: sorry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't get in time. I thought you were going to talk longer. It's like bollocks. No,
0: sorry,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: all good. Oh dear. So pop over to bestsellerexperiment.com and go and that is spelled P-L-O-T-R-R. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's going to be one of these.
1: It's going to be one of these, isn't it? Okay. And we're the time code. <laughs> but we'll get through this because we're professionals, aren't we, Mark? We're
0: professionals, yes. We've done this for 6 years. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
3: No, that's nine. You said you were doing it on it. No, no, no,
0: but. This <laughs> <laughs> is like that scene in Time Bandits. Who goes I was gonna on say, two? Like, Nobody it was like, goes leave on two. <laughs> that's legal weapon
3: of throwing you over the thing right. in the
0: toilet. We'll do it on nine then. We'll do it No, will do it on nine, because that's All how right, I've nine. done it for six years. Kay. Okay, right, go on then. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
1: Puma pants, puma pants, puma <laughs> pants.
2: <laughs> and then, and then. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not... <laughs> you
1: see, this is what you get in the extended, right? You don't get Plus, good... <laughs> No. Intellectual stuff.